Welcome to Journeys into Wonder. Into Wonder. 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 Join us to discover our remarkable universe. Today's episode, sex. Let's take a journey into sex. Sex is very important and perfectly natural. Without it, our species wouldn't be here. And yet talking about sex is embarrassing. You might be embarrassed now listening to this program, especially if you are listening to it with a house guest or your parents or a priest. The shame associated with sex causes a great deal of trouble. Repressed sexual urges can lead to violence and even warfare. The Crimean War, for instance, was blamed on sexual issues by none other than Tsar Nicholas I, Emperor of Russia, who later in life wrote that he invaded France because he was angry about what he called a periodic swelling of the imperial member, especially when in the presence of lady courtiers. If he had only asked the advice of someone more experienced, he would have learned that the swelling was perfectly natural, and many lives could have been saved. Sex. 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 Even for those of a humbler station, the consequences of sexual repression can be serious. Repressed individuals can develop any number of perverse and unhealthy behaviours such as religion or excessive body hair. Psychologists theorise that misdirected sexual energy is responsible for most artistic, musical and theatrical endeavour. If people could learn to talk about sex more openly, a great deal of unnecessary art could be avoided. There are also practical problems brought about by the taboo around sexual activity. The fact is, most people have no idea how to have sex. As a result, many avoid the act altogether, while others attempt it without being properly informed with injurious consequences. It's important that the entire subject is demystified, and for that reason we will now explain clearly, without euphemism, how to actually have sex. If you are indeed sitting with a priest, or your parents, you may wish to ask them to leave the room while you listen. You may also wish to seat yourself on a thick cushion and loosen your shirt or blouse. The first thing to note about sex is that it requires two or more people to take place. Anything you do on your own is not sex. So the first step is to find a willing partner. Consider writing a letter to your intended partner asking them to have sex with you. Make sure you write candidly as poetic or round-the-houses invitations to sex frequently lead to misunderstandings. Once you receive a positive reply, arrange a suitable time for the act to take place and choose a warm, private room, ideally with a bed or thick carpet. A little small talk can often help to lighten the atmosphere before the sex begins. Consider discussing politics, scientific news or the weather. Avoid discussion of diseases or grisly murders. Once the participants are ready to begin, both should remove their clothes. It is best to wear light clothing to begin with, so that the whole disrobing process does not drag on. One doesn't want one's sexual ardour to fade while a pair of boots are untied, or an excessive number of petticoats are removed. Once you and your partner are naked, you will immediately notice that your respective sexual organs are swollen or have changed colour. Now is the time to act. Adopt a strong stance. 
close to the bed or on the thick carpet. Clasp hands with your partner and press the sexual organs together firmly. The next stage is the most difficult and the one in which inexperienced practitioners can hurt themselves. Whatever happens, you must remain close to your partner with your hands clasped and your swollen organs pressed together. You will experience rather striking sensations. An immense feeling of well-being is common. You will experience some time dilation or even a complete temporal detachment. You may see yourself as a hardy peasant laboring in a bucolic landscape of the Middle Ages. You may see your partner as a Roman aristocrat nibbling a lark's tongue on a marble balcony while Vesuvius glows ominously beyond. You may find yourself able to move at will through all spaces and all times inhabiting new identities in each new land and age, becoming your own ancestors, your own descendants. Remain calm. The dizzying rush of stars and suns in space will accelerate until you perceive the molten essence of the universe flowing through you, until the origin of the cosmos and its final end are two glistening beads of sweat upon your brow running together into one, and then you will hear a short, loud gust of wind. At this point, you should disengage from your partner, and the two of you should rest briefly on the carpet or bed. Again, a little small talk may help. Once you have recovered yourself somewhat, it is important to wash. A vigorous body scrub with tepid water and carbolic soap is advised. Afterwards, you and your partner may wish to discuss the sex act you have just concluded and perhaps take a walk. Of course, this only describes a beginner's program. Once you've mastered the basics, you can go on and try advanced techniques. These can lead to all kinds of benefits, like increased pleasure, improvements to flexibility, controlled astral flying, telepathy, telekinesis, softer skin, and stress relief. However, there are risks too. Sexual activity can and usually does lead to a bewildering array of repulsive and unsightly ailments like crepuscular bubbles, colostomy stones, and sap. And there are the social penalties too. If society deems your tryst improper, you can find yourself shunned in the post office, tutted at in the street or removed from your employment. And although the allure of astral projection, telepathy and time travel is strong, this kind of sex magic is not without its hazards, especially when sex is indulged in to excess by those with more enthusiasm than experience. Not that many years ago, a young French couple had so much sex that they accidentally summoned Humwawa, Lord of Abominations, into their boudoir. You can imagine their surprise. Be aware also that you may become the target of sex magic by others. If you have an enemy who wishes to molest you in this fashion, then there's little you can do to stop them, for your foe could complete a sinister sex ritual many miles away and still bring about your doom. You will know you have been attacked with sex magic if you feel an uncomfortable tingling in your genitals shortly before a grave misfortune befalls you. Sex magic, sex magic. But such dangers should not deter you from indulging in what is, after all, a very enjoyable pastime. In addition, sex provides many health benefits and can be a great way to meet people. 
Remember, sex is perfectly natural and nothing to be ashamed of. In a few moments, you may wish to invite your parents or your priest back into the parlour, as the discussion on sex is concluded. But should you feel any lingering sensation of heat in your intimate areas, don't worry. It is perfectly normal and simply means you are still thinking about sex, even if only on a subconscious level. Try standing on a cold balcony or pressing your crotch against a damp towel and you should be back to normal. We trust you have found this program useful, and we wish you all the best in your attempts to have sex. We hope that in future you may join us again for more Journeys into Wonder. <laughs>